So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. I am your host, Sathya Sam, and I want to thank you so much for listening. And um, man, it is just another sunny, beautiful day in Jamaica. I hope it's sunny and beautiful where you are. But I know for a fact that some of you listening to this right now, it's not. And I just want to say, you should move to Jamaica. I highly recommend it. That's what I did. I lived in Toronto. I know in Toronto it's like snowing right now. And, um, you know, we just moved to Jamaica and said, hey, when the snow's gone, let us know and we'll come back. And uh, that's what we've done. But anyway, I joke, I joke, I joke. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, I want to jump right into it today. So today uh, we're talking about the defining quality of knowledge. Now, so here's the thing. I've I've been really on this kick lately about knowledge and information and all that kind of stuff. Because I really believe with all my heart that you and I are better off informed. Like, it's the reason this podcast exists. I want you to be educated and equipped with everything you could possibly need to get free of porn and be successful in your life. Period. What's happened with the proliferation of technology over the last 20 years or so is that knowledge has become abundant. We are the most intelligent generation ever. You know, since we've had a measurement of it uh, with the IQ, like intelligent quotient, we are as intelligent as we've ever been. We have all the knowledge in the world. But um, what we don't realize is that knowledge is actually a very small part of transformation. The goal has never been to acquire more knowledge. That is a futile endeavor because knowledge is infinite. And having more knowledge doesn't necessarily change your life. The goal is transformation. The goal is that you and I are are daily made into the likeness of Christ. That we grow that we learn, that, that we, are, we are chiseled, like Michelangelo chiseling the statue of David out of that block of marble, that every day we're, we are more refined. The picture gets clearer. You know, it becomes more obvious who we are and the person that God made us to be. That's the goal. The goal is transformation from the inside out. And as you and I are made into his likeness, as we transform from the inside the, the knowledge that we, exp- that we have, it actually begins to take root. That, that, that is sort of the, the fruit of knowledge, is that transformation takes place in the heart of the individual. And I believe what, what truly makes knowledge of value to us is one simple aspect there's one quality that defines knowledge and, and specifically it defines how well it will impact your life. 
one quality. Experience. When I studied sciences in, uh, in university, we went to class for you know, about three hours, four hours a week, depending on the course. All of our programs and all of our classes were accompanied by labs. So you learn about it in the class and then you go to the lab and you start to mix the chemicals that you were learning about on the screen. The chemical formulas you've been writing out, you now actually get to practically do. You get to take the stock solution of um, you know, whatever compound it might be and, and you get to mix it and you run it under heat for a little bit and you get to kind of measure the product, the outcome. And you literally see, oh, this chemical plus that chemical plus heat equals a different product, a different chemical. You literally get to see it worked out. It, it is knowledge in the classroom that is then translated into real life experience. And the problem, and I, I, I did an episode on this not too long ago, but the problem with a lot of the knowledge that we have is it, it does not get experienced. It simply just camps in our brain. Like the, the number of people who are in worse shape than me that have given me advice about fitness is laughable. It, and it, again, I'm not saying if you're out of shape, you don't have a right to give advice about fitness, but I'm just saying that actually the, the best demonstration of knowledge is not how well you can convey principles and concepts. It's, it's in the life you lead. And I know that's probably a dangerous example because you don't know what journey they're on. You don't know how much they've lost or how much their fitness has improved. I, I totally get all that. But the point I'm making is that the knowledge itself is not enough. It, it isn't until you apply it, until you experience it. That's when knowledge actually reaches its fullness. So for you listening to this podcast, and I'm assuming you probably listen to other podcasts, you want to really be careful that you are not just taking in the information and going, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Some of the episodes are going to be like that. Of course, I can't expect you to apply every single thing that you hear from me every single day. Like this is a daily podcast. So I'm not expecting like daily application necessarily of every new concept you learn. But when you find the things that you're like, I need this, that you do it. And that you don't just tell yourself, okay, well, now I understand how that works. That's not enough. Like, it's not hard to find out how something works in today's day and age. What you're actually seeking is experience. We, we want to translate your understanding of it into practical, real-life experiences. Um, there's a, a worship artist, uh, their names are Jonathan and Melissa Helser. And they, you know, they're, they're, they wrote uh, No Longer Slaves a couple years ago. Uh, it's probably one of their bigger songs. And they have a, a program called The 18-Inch Journey. And it's based out of, uh, I think it's in North Carolina that they are, and they have a ranch. And, you know, people come from all over the world to, to do their program. The 18-Inch Journey. Do you have any idea what, what journey that might be? What journey is 18 inches? Well... Roughly, if you measure from the top of your head to, to your heart, it's 18 inches. <laughs> and so their program is all about helping you take your head knowledge of God, the things you know about him cerebrally, and allowing them to slowly make that journey into your heart. 
See, it's, it's the defining quality of knowledge. It, it's, it's not just that we know in our heads. It's that we know it in our hearts. And nothing crystallizes knowledge in our hearts better than experience. The, um, the Greek word that's commonly used for knowledge or knowing somebody in the New Testament is uh, a word called genosko. And genosko is not, it's not quite what you and I think. Um, let me give you an example. There's a scripture in Matthew 7. It's Matthew 7 verse 22. And Jesus is kind of wrapping up the Sermon on the Mount. And he's basically saying in those days, in the last days, there will be people who will say, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out demons in your name and prophesy in your name and do wonders in your name? And Jesus says, surely I say to you, I will tell them, turn away from me, I never knew you. It's a terrifying statement when you really think about it. Um, but it does illustrate that actually just simply doing the works of God is not enough. Um, he wants to know us. That's another episode for another day. But the Greek word there for knowledge is genosko. It's that same word. I never knew you. Knew. Genosko. There's, a, there's this principle in scripture interpretation, which is that the first time a word is used in the Bible often gives us the greatest understanding of sort of its, um, the context for which that word should be used in and sort of the depth of its meaning. And it's not to say that the first time it's used is how it is only used. It just provides a bit of a context because, you know, interpreting scripture is not, it's not a linear thing. There's a very right-brained aspect where you have to kind of, you have to see the context and understand the essence of the word. It's not just as simple as um, translating one word into another language. Anyway, genosko. Um, the first use of genosko is where um, it describes that Mary was perplexed. It was, it was confusing that Mary became pregnant for she did not know a man. She had not known a man. She had never had sex before. So it was, it was baffling that she could be pregnant. See, the, the word for know there is genosko. Like, she did not know a man. Talking about deep, personal, intimate knowledge. So there's a very relational component to this whole idea. And it's that, that you and I understand somebody so deeply, not just in our head, but in our hearts. Um, you guys know that I'm, I'm from the Indian culture. Like, my parents are both Indian. Uh, my mom was born in India, but raised in Malaysia. But, you know, um, definitely, definitely strong Indian roots. And in Indian culture, you get arranged, you, get, you have an arranged marriage, which um, I've talked about, I think it was episode 63, 64, somewhere in there, talked about how my, my parents had an arranged marriage and my grandparents. Now, um, I did not, <laughs> I, you know, by God's grace, um, my parents had acclimated to North American culture and I was able to pick my own spouse. But um, the interesting thing is that I did actually get a marriage proposal. And I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, but uh, a proposal was sent from a family based out of India and um, they basically provided a profile of their daughter. And it's, it's got her name, it's got her age, her height, her weight, her educational background. Um, and 
it was very impressive. She was just completing her master's in robotics engineering. It was her second master's. And I think it was out of Finland. And uh, I remember showing one of my guys uh, what, at the time, friend in university. He was like, dude, you're not going to pursue this? Like, she could be building Robert, uh, robots for you. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, he, just, he was just having a kick out of it. But anyways, it was really interesting. Um, how many of you guys understand that being able to read that profile gives me head knowledge of the individual, but there's zero knowledge in my heart about her? I, I have not experienced any of the qualities that are laid out in her description. So biblically, there's a, there's a huge takeaway, right? Which is that you and I cannot afford to just read about God. We actually need to get to know Him. In your relationships, it's the same thing. It, it doesn't matter that you know your wife's favorite flower. It doesn't matter how much you understand about her life and her history and whatever else. The, the knowledge you gain needs to be experienced daily. It needs to make that 18-inch journey. It's fine for you to grow in your head knowledge, but make sure your heart's keeping up as well. This is the only way that you and I transform into the people that we were made to be. And this also plays into our fundamental need for intimacy. Because as you know, I, I personally believe that one of the greatest drivers of porn consumption is an intimacy deficiency. And if you are not experiencing heart knowledge of the people in your life, like whether it's a significant other or if you're single, friends, family, if you're not experiencing heart knowledge of them and they're not getting heart knowledge of you, you will live deficient, void of intimacy and unable to, to really get those needs met in a healthy way. You'll, you'll be driven elsewhere. So this is why people want to hear you open up, even though it requires vulnerability and it's scary. This is why sometimes it's, it's just better that you're transparent than that you try to hide. Because people get heart knowledge of you when you're transparent. Now, we've sort of taken this in a relational direction, but to bring it back, you know, if you're trying to, um, maybe you want to understand money and investing better. So look, you can read all the books you want, and you should. You should study up, listen to podcasts, buy courses, do whatever you need to do. At some point, you're going to have to put your money where your mouth is. You're going to have to start investing. You're going to have to start applying some of the strategies. And that's, that's when true knowledge is expressed. So this is a, a, a reminder and a little bit of a continuation. I'm going to put a link to the, in the show notes to the other episode. Um, that's episode 162 where we talked about how you can trust the information you're getting. But I want to encourage you make sure you are executing and applying the things you learn. Make sure you're, you're giving yourself a chance to at least try it. Like the famous saying, don't knock it till you try it. Even if, you're, even if you're not totally sure, try it. Try it. Give yourself the experience, the chance to understand it. Um, in one of the earlier episodes, I talked about the mastermind that I'm a part of. 
um, you know, being in a mastermind for me was really, it's really interesting. I, I think at the end of last year, I realized that if I wanted to keep growing deep clean, I would need to, I would need to, to really make sure that I had good people around me who could help me grow. Cause I just felt like I had reached my limit. Um, there's a lot of skills required to, to, you know, run a business that I just don't have. They don't come naturally to me. And so I, I made a decision at the beginning of the year, I was going to invest in something and I didn't know what was out there. And then, um, you know, uh, somebody had reached out to me and they said, Hey, you know, we're starting this, this thing with Christian business owners. And I was like, what? I was like, did you know, like I, we didn't know each other well and they didn't know this area. And he, I was like, did you know I'm a Christian business owner? And he was like, no, I, I don't think so. Like, what do you do? And I was like, you know, anyways, I'm explaining it all. And I'm like, okay, I want to join. Let's do it. So I give the money. And then I find out that their meeting time is when I run one of my group coaching calls. And it was like, well, dang, that's just, that's not going to work. So, um, so you know, um, they said, hey, we might be starting up another group. We'll keep you posted. And if we don't start up a group by, you know, X, Y, Z, then, like, we'll give you the money back. So they wound up giving my money back. But here's the thing. I had knowledge. Like, I knew I needed to join something bigger than me. And by paying the money even just paying the money and, and giving my yes in my heart, I gained knowledge of like, you know what? This thing is really beneficial for me. Like I know that I need it. And now I know that I'm, I'm capable of investing in it. It's too bad it didn't work out, but now I have a little bit of experience to boot. And a couple months later, uh, when I decided to do Deep Clean full-time, one of my friends said, look, if, if you're going to do it full-time, and, um, you know, maybe you want to join a community or something, you really need to check out this guy. His name's Nicholas Bailey. He's in the Billion Dollar Brotherhood. And that wound up being the mastermind I joined. And it's basically changed my life. And I think for years, I've known that I needed mentors in my life. I needed um, community in my life, people that could really nurture my gifts and support me. But I, I didn't act on it. I, I got some mentors along the way for sure. But, like, I, I wasn't really doing it with any kind of regularity and the kind of growth I've experienced just as a business person has been through the roof in the last gosh I mean the last six months or eight months that I've been a part of this community so all of it is to say is what whatever knowledge you have in the areas where you really want to grow you have to start taking action you got to start applying it but as you do you're going to grow you're going to learn and you're going to be better off for it so that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you haven't pre-ordered my book yet, The Last Relapse, you can click on the link. It's in the show notes, and uh, that'll take you there. Uh, this basically explains my system for getting free of porn addiction. So if maybe you're like, Cynthia, I am that guy. I have a bunch of knowledge. I'm not executing well, and I need some help. I'd love to help you. Um, so check out some of my resources. Make sure that what I talk about is of interest to you, and then you can book a call with me. We could chat and figure out what that might look like. So the links are in the show notes for you to, to get started on that. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope it helps you live a life of confidence and integrity. I'm cheering you on. I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our Deep Clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy 
calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.